Hello and welcome to Axlander, a podcast about and for all of you who have left their home to find a new one abroad. Before I start with the next episode, I would like to thank all of you for listening and sharing and for sending me all those interesting comments and inputs over the last week. I really appreciate that feedback. A quick update, this podcast is now available on Spotify as well, so if you already have an account, uh, you can listen to it straight away there. If you don't, be sure to download the app, create an account. If you wish to switch from Podbean to Spotify, it's super user-friendly, so go for it. Also, as some of you have expressed a wish to comment and share some of your thoughts publicly, you can follow the Instagram account called The Axlander Podcast. I just started last week. Uh, I haven't been posting anything yet. However, I'll be posting regularly from next week onwards. So there'll be updates, there'll be, uh, and there'll be space then. Let's call it a platform for this sort of audience and our little expat community to share some of your thoughts and to interact. Uh, let's see how that goes. As we grow slowly, perhaps we'll, uh, we'll see. The idea would be that it is getting a bit more interactive and uh, definitely looking forward to hearing from you and to reading some of your interesting comments. Perhaps some people agree with what I talk about. Some people have different experiences. You might be nodding your head. You might be shaking it in disapproval. Or sometimes you just like to express uh, some kind of a feeling or emotion. Because when you're a foreigner living in a different country than your own home country, uh, sometimes you get homesick. And perhaps the idea would be that this platform and this little community that is sort of slowly building up is giving you... Uh, is, is, is giving you the space then to share some of those emotions as well and some of those thoughts. As for the comments that I received, I'm just going to read a few and thank you very much for, for them uh, and I think it's a, great, it's a great feedback. A few people have written to me, your voice is very calm and I really like listening to it, thank you very much. Uh, even though I myself find it a bit more nasal than I do in everyday life, but I guess perhaps that's normal. It's an interesting podcast, great topics, however you use mm, like every other word. I know, I know it's terrible. It's a bad habit. I hate it. I think everybody hates it. Uh, I'll try to get rid of it. I'll try to cut it out. I cannot guarantee it'll be like 100%, but I'll definitely try. It's a filler word. The stuff you talk about is very interesting and many people resonate with it. Not only for It's not only for expats, but for travelers too. Yes, I would definitely agree. Also, you can cut the episodes a bit shorter, perhaps two shorter episodes instead of one long one. As with three kids, there is no chance I can listen to 35 minutes in one go. I'll definitely, I'll definitely thought about this and uh, from now onwards, the episodes are going to be uh, shorter and they're going to be perhaps a bit more bit more dense. So over to the topic of this podcast and uh, as the three previous episodes have been a bit, I wouldn't say they were negative or slightly negative, but they were a bit more nostalgic, you know, they were dealing with the with the with the downs and sometimes feelings that you that you might get and somehow sometimes the emotions that might pop up when you don't feel like you're definitely, you know, on the uh, the right place and you're perhaps not fitting in and you are facing lots of those challenges, you're missing home, you're missing your family. Today, I would like to th uh, talk about all those great things and all those advantages and all those benefits because 
there is an immense benefit of living abroad and even all those negative things that might prevail at some point, uh, they're good for something else. So I think this is something that is very important to talk about, all those great things. So let's start with the first one. And that's something that you nearly have to do if you decide to live abroad. And that's leaving your comfort zone. Like you cannot expect that your life that you had before you moved abroad and before you made that move is going to be the same. No, it's not. And you're going to be starting from scratch and you're going to be you're going to be experiencing new emotions. And even though you've been in that country that you move into 150,000 times, it's never going to be the same as once as 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 when you settle once. And why is that? Because we as creatures and as humans we like to we like to have our own security we like to call some place home we like to have our routines we like to have our certain rituals and we like to know what's going to happen roughly um, and of course nobody can predict the future and you know nobody can stick to, I mean there are many people who don't stick to routines and there are lots of people who look for a certain kind of excitement and adrenaline and drama and what have you. However, I'm talking about this whole process of you being born somewhere, being raised somewhere, being in a, let's say, closed community. It doesn't have to be a rural community where nobody knows, you know, where the, where the next... Uh, where the next city is and everybody from the city is 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 a weirdo. I'm just talking more about, it can be an international community as well. However, you do things certain way and you've been doing that, um, you, you've been doing those things like that for, for, for years and for years and people around you have been there for years and you sort of develop together and suddenly there's this, there is this break and you move out uh, and you move somewhere else and you make that huge leap and everything is new. And the first moments of excitement can then translate into certain negative feelings and something that I was talking about, you know, feeling down and feeling like you're the outsider. But just the fact that you've been able to make that, to, to take that step or like to take that challenge and, and move you've already left your comfort zone and many people are not really able to do that because they're afraid of insecurity and they're afraid of what might happen in the future and they ponder too much on thoughts you know what if what if what if what if something happens and what if this is not good and how do i how do i deal with that and yeah the the true thing is you can always pack your bags and go back home again we're getting to the question where that is however it's a new challenge and it can get harder for some people. It can get easier for some people. Some people have more difficulties adapting. Some people just adapt uh, straight away. However, the culture shock and, the, and the, the, the fear of insecurity, then anyway, it, it, it'll come, you know, it'll come within, within years, perhaps. When some people experience it within months, some people experience it within years. But this one fact that you've already left your comfort zone teaches you a lot about yourself and it strengthens you as a person enormously. Like you're this 
new person who wants a great new pair of shoes and they're very fancy and you're just wearing them and they're probably not that comfortable because you need to wear them. You need to walk and walk and walk until they get comfortable. Like you've just unwrapped them and you have them and you're wearing them and sometimes the, you might experience pain. But the fact that you experience that pain and you are able to overcome it and you say, okay, look, I, I'd probably, um, I, I'm probably going to have a hard time. I'm probably going to be um, lonely, you know, it's a, it's, it's a solitary path. Like you can have your partner, you can have a couple of friends or a couple of people that you met in a language course or some people who you met at work, but usually these are other expats. And I was talking about this in the episode on, about, on, on friends. Uh, you know, everybody has to deal with their own stuff. So it is a solitary path. However, once you're able to do that and overcome that, it makes you, it changes you, it makes you a new person. Or let's say it makes, it makes your new shoes shine because you know what it means to overcome obstacles and you know what it means to deal with all that pain. So I would say that everything, and that's the whole package, everything that might seem slightly negative at first, at first turns into positive in the long run. So again, I was talking about the language barrier. Yeah, well, you're never going to be able to express yourself 100% in a language that is new to you. However, you've learned that language to like 70, 80, 90, 95%. Like who can say that? You've come, you've overcome those obstacles and you've come um, so far already that uh, this is a great advantage. And for some people who, let's say, are moving back to their home country after, let's say, 20, 30 years, they are going to be way more interesting if they want to look for jobs elsewhere or back home because they've got this whole package of the, the, the package is filled with experience and with language knowledge and with uh, the, the, the knowledge of the slight nuances in a different culture. And this is, this is great. This is something that is, that is plus. So like you're always going to be, and I'm thinking how to put it, how to put it in a way that uh, everybody could understand this. And there are people who are ex exactly experienced what I what I was uh, talking about. Uh, you're losing friends, and you know nobody really. You, sometimes you ha have the feeling nobody really understands you. Like you don't know who you are. But like think about it in a positive light. Think about it as you always are a step ahead. Like you have learned so much from this experience that you can only benefit from it. So the whole experience broadens your horizons as well. So definitely you are becoming a person who can be a bit more tolerant of different cultures, different approaches to things, slight differences in mentality and so on and so forth. Even though sometimes you're sort of like banging your head against the wall and you're like, why is this, why is this happening? And I don't get the way people do certain things here, but you get flexible and you get a bit more tolerant because that's the way it is and you are an observer 
you're an active member of the society in that country, but you're also observing it from another perspective, like from your own perspective. You have a different experience and you're getting a new one and you can compare. So you can always compare two things. You can always compare two positions in life. You basically change this and I would like to know from you whether this is something you agree with or you disagree with. This whole international experience definitely changes you. And my question would be, how has it changed you? And do you think that you're a different person that you were before you made the move? And of course, now we're talking about, of course, everybody is a bit of a different person when once we are 30 or we're 40 than we were when we were 25. Um, it, it's not about that. It's not about how we develop as people at certain stages of life. As let's say, you know, we start a family or we are done with our studies or we um, uh, have, a, have a great career or we're traveling the world. It's more about you are experiencing those stages of life in a different country, in a different setting. And that changes you also differently than had you had those experiences in your in your home country another thing definitely would be that you start appreciating the little things like you found a little cafe on the street corner that you like and that you feel comfortable at and it is just the place that you always go let's say every saturday morning or you'd just meet another another friend there it's something that you've you probably had at the very beginning when you arrived as a spot where you felt okay and where you were thinking about what is, uh, you know, what is my life going to be here and that spot stayed. So some people have it. I mean, I have, for example, the nature. I mean, I always return to one place. I'm going to admit that. Uh, as I live in Switzerland, Switzerland has beautiful nature and it's really spectacular. Like if you haven't uh, been here if you haven't visited yet like I'm advertising for Switzerland and for the tourism it is beautiful and if you like hiking like I do uh, you're just going to find immense number of opportunities of where to go but I have this one place like I've traveled the whole country and I try to whenever I feel down I look at the nature and I look at the mountains and I look at the lakes and I I appreciate that wonder of the nature and that beautiful, spectacular views that you get uh, once you hike to the top. That's that's just that's just something that is so calming and it's just giving me so much peace. So definitely, if you have this spot, and it can be, as I said, you know, it can be a little cafe, it can be a, a little bench on the in a, in a park or in a meadow, or it can be a mountain. I return always to one place in the the mountains where I just feel I feel good good there and whenever there is something uh, that I you know don't like or I I'm I'm homesick and I cannot travel home uh, that's the place when I get a chance uh, I try to go there and I try to enjoy the view it's it's in the mountains and you can see all the mountains and lakes and uh, it is just it's just priceless so I think it is as a, as a tip or a hint for you to overcome these periods of sadness uh, and maybe some kind of negativity find always something positive about the country that you you're in 
And I remember that when I was living in the Middle East, I was living in Kuwait and lots of people uh, that all those expats and some of you are listening as well. So hello, everyone from Kuwait. Uh, all those people said uh, we all shared the same thing. It was very hot, you know, so you just had to stay inside with the AC. And the only thing that you could go to was shopping malls because it, the country is just like it's one huge desert. And you can't even bathe in the sea for obvious cultural reasons and religious reasons. So I remember that <laughs> that uh, as we all liked that international experience, we were just sitting sort of in the shopping malls in the AC and we were just eating food and everybody was like, oh, you know, this is this is terrible. Like you can't even you like this country is 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 a hole because you can't even go outside because it's like 53 degrees outside. However, I had my spot there. I found my spot there. Um, it was <laughs> inside because there had to be AC. However, even even if you don't feel like it, and even if you move to a place for money only, and I've known a couple of people who've moved only for money, and they said, "Okay, this is this is the this is the plan. I probably am going to stay, or I'm going to stay a few years and earn the money and then leave." Then always find something that you love and that you associate sort of your own emotions with because that's priceless and if you have such a spot or if you have such a place then you don't need anything more and the last thing that I'd like to mention and perhaps there's going to be way more things that you're going to share and you're going to comment on I myself would say once you have children you're always going to appreciate the fact that there is, and you are an international marriage, uh, that there is two, that there are two different languages and that there are two different cultures. So you, it's not a, about comparing those two cultures. It's rather more about the symbiosis of those two cultures. And let's say now my example is that the cultures are not that far away from each other like there is not a huge difference in culture and mentality and it's nothing very much exotic but uh, there are people who are you know Thai or Indian they're married to Swiss or they're Dutch married to South American so there it gets it gets pretty different it is something that is definitely very much exciting however I think uh, always having those two different cultures, those two separate things that you can give to your child because it always needs then two parents to share that experience. I think it's something beautiful and it's really priceless. And it's not only the language, but it's also everything around it. And I wouldn't like my child to miss either of those. I think... She's entitled to both because that's the way it is. And all bilingual children or, or all binational children are entitled to both cultures and both backgrounds equally. So as promised, it was short and shorter than uh, the episodes before. But let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts and your comments. I'd be very much looking forward to have some... Uh, feedback from you on this and I'll be looking forward to catching up with you next Sunday with the next episode. Thank you very much for listening and have a great week.